Hey everyone, in today's episode we're going to talk about sugar addiction or do you have a sugar problem or is even sugar addiction a real thing? So before we get into it, if you want to um, hear more episodes like this, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting services you're on. You could leave us a review or a thumbs up or whatever, or you can contact us via our website rpmfitness.ie. So let's get into it. So sugar addiction. So do you have a problem with it? You might, you might not, or you know, maybe you do. So we'll kind of cover it all here now. So reality is, if you're too too short in time to kind of hear about it, the thing with sugar sugar is the responsibility is really on you regards to your sugar consumption. So a lot of people now are demonizing sugar as the reason for obesity or for a whole malady of personality disorders and all these kind of crazy things. And the reality is, look, it gets kind of squirrely. So... First, let's talk about the addiction aspect. So people will say, oh, if you eat sugar, you get a dopamine response. Now, not to put it the same as heroin or cocaine or whatever. Not to put a damper on this, but if you see someone you love or if you get a hug off someone um, or you play with your pets or your children, you get a dopamine response, all right? And you're not necessarily addicted to that. So that's the first thing. Now, let's look at it from another aspect. So what I want people to imagine is you have a bowl of sugar in front of you. And take a teaspoon of that sugar and put it in your mouth and just chew it or let it dissolve or whatever and have a spoonful of sugar. Now, push the bowl away from you and give it about 10 minutes. If you can walk away and not want the sugar again, then you probably don't have addiction. If you're willing to sell all your possessions, lie to your friends and family and kind of, you know, just get access to that sugar again, you may have, you know, an addiction. Now, of course, that's ridiculous. So look, the reality is sugar is not a drug doesn't act on the body like a drug it's not addictive it's not like nicotine it's not like caffeine it's not like uh cocaine it is not like heroin it is not an addictive substance okay um or addictive uh you know in the same way they are so all joking aside let's talk about it so reality is look it's really easy to overeat uh foods that taste sweet or foods that taste good so that's basically sugary foods so you know your standard junk food so your milk, milk chocolate bars your ice cream your biscuits they're all high in sugar now they're also high in fat as well and humans love that mixture of high fat high sugary foods just like the ones i named so people are very quick to blame sugar right but on the one hand so they'll say oh sugar is bad so you shouldn't have any sugar but then they'll expel the virtues of brown rice or a banana or a yogurt which in reality once you eat them and digest them they all break down to sugar so you must look at sugar as a whole uh People think table sugar is a demon, but then, you know, the sugar in an apple is okay. It's, it's, you know, it's not as black and white as that. So then there's also the reality of the foods are cheap. Nice foods are really cheap. Food is readily available and food is really cheap. So something that people might think costs a lot of money, like a Ben and Jerry's, which is, you know, seven euro or less, um, isn't really that expensive. And there's about 1200 calories in a tub of Ben and Jerry's and you get a nice buzz and a nice sense of happiness, you know, enjoy after eating it. And then of course, remorse of eating it. But you know, when you initially eat it, it tastes good. So you feel good and you get a nice effect from it. The problem is it's really easy to overeat. It's really easy to have loads of ice cream. And worse than that is there are things that are way cheaper than Ben and Jerry's that you can get that are just as high in calories, that are just as easy to overeat and things like that. I mean, Pringles slogan used to be, once you pop, you can't stop. So they used to actually actively taunt their market that once you have one, you'll have loads. So there's that aspect of it as well. Um, the issue, the way I'd like to frame uh, sugar to people or food to people is look, it's just like, um, it's just like buying things. Okay. A lot of us want to buy a holiday or we want to buy a car or we want to buy a new phone or whatever it might be, but we might not have the money. However, with food, 
we do have we do have the actual physical money, the actual money to buy the food, but we might not have the calories to eat that food. So we might be overeating our calories no more than might going into debt with the money to buy these things. And long term, it'll affect us via obesity or heart disease or just poor health. No more than if you overspend your money, it'll affect you with negative debt, which means, you know, the banks will be after you or worse. And it's the same kind of analogy, except generally a food you can eat very badly for a long time, gain weight, gain weight, gain weight until suddenly it becomes an issue. Now, there's another factor with regards to food, and food is a very social thing, so it's very emotional. So you might have uh, emotional hooks in why you eat things. So you might be what they call an emotional eater, where you eat things at a certain time. And if that is a case that you find that, you know, you crave a certain food at a certain time, maybe <clears throat> maybe have some self-reflection and, you know, take a moment to kind of examine yourself and say, why am I eating this food? And try and step out of the moment and see, can you make a better decision rather than, reacting to a situation you should try and act on a situation and food is very similar so now we'll get into so that's the kind of human aspect of it and then we'll get into kind of the blaming things so a lot of so food companies for example they want to make food tasty and they want to make it cheap so you'll buy it not only that they obviously make foods hyper palatable which means you know you'll once you eat them the texture and the taste once you put it in your mouth makes you want to crave more that's because they want to sell you more so should we put the blame on food companies as a whole and, you know, tax them for making these products? The problem with that is it gets kind of squirrely because if you're taxing Coke for making a sugar drink that everyone wants to drink, yet you're not taxing the banana plantation, even though, you know, on the argument of sugar, you know, you're kind of just demonizing a product, which is, which, you know, what people do with cigarettes and stuff like that. But it does take out the big thing that I would be a point of regards to diet, and that's the human personal responsibility for this. You know, so eventually, like, does it get to the stakes where we take away all the sugary food so no one can have ice cream and we're just eating broccoli? Or is it a case that some people who can, you know, eat broccoli should, or eat ice cream, I should say, and responsibility should be allowed to have it? So that's kind of a, a very kind of interesting aspect towards the whole sugar debate. But where does it leave us? Okay, so look, the reality is as a society as a whole, we need to kind of look, look at it um, from a whole picture, from basically children all the way up. So people have to kind of educate themselves or try and get educated from good sources in regards to food nutrition. Um, they need to understand basically, look, that you can have sugary foods if it fits in your calorie budget or if it fits in your health style. So if you're diabetic, you should be avoiding sugary foods at all costs. If you're not diabetic, then you can fit them in. If it's within your calories, you can eat certain foods. And as people eat better and eat healthier, the market will adjust. And what I mean by that is food companies, if you're not buying a product, they have to adjust really fast or go out of business. So you might see now that everyone's eating protein bars. So the market's become saturated with these protein bars, which are just junk food um, with the word protein on them. And people are buying them up because food companies saw the hole in the market. They went into it and that. Similar organic foods. Organic foods are much more popular now because people want to buy organic foods. So if people start making healthier decisions and shifting away from drinking um, sugary drinks or from eating, you know, biscuits and eating chocolate and that, food companies will have to kind of move away from that and adapt so that they still will make profit. So it is basically a whole kind of circle where people have to, you know, take, they do have to take personal responsibility. And I get that it is very easy to blame an external force. It is very easy to blame that sugar is the problem and you should give up sugar. But by doing that, you are literally eliminating an entire food source. You're eliminating carbohydrates from your diet, which isn't the best way to live or thrive for most people. So the in short, sugar is probably not the problem. It is more so that the foods taste good. And you want to eat more, which is only because you're human and we like glucose, which is what sugar breaks down into and that's what we run on. And you should really look at your diet as a whole. If you can fit ice cream into your diet, 
then have ice cream here and there, you know? If, but again, that should be on occasion. Try and make better decisions with your life. Try and look at it as a whole. And if society starts moving in that direction where we start eating a bit better, eating um, eating more uh, health-based foods for kind of fitting within your diet, food companies will adjust very quickly just so they can keep making money and it'll become nice and easy and sugar won't be to blame anymore and people will kind of move on with their life and enjoy dessert without feeling uh, guilty and everyone will be healthier. So there you go, guys. That's a little piece on uh, sugar as an addiction. It's not addictive. It just food, food tastes good. Um, so exercise some personal responsibility and you should be okay. All right, guys. I hope that helps. If you have any questions, just let me know and we'll uh, talk to you later. Cheers.